What's up, guys? Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to be talking about mental health, uses of therapy, different types of mental health management. Um, but first, if you are a new listener, two main things we hit on in this podcast, health and fitness and business. Health and fitness side of things, we run an online health coaching company, SD Evolution, a very similar, um, a very similar philosophy to what we're doing here filtering through the nonsense and explaining the good stuff back to you in a way that you can apply to your everyday lifestyle. On the business side of things, we have a unique perspective because we are not at the top of the food chain by any means, but we have had a lot of success. We do run two companies, Fit Coach Pro and SD Evolution, um, and we just kind of try to break down things we've done really well, things we have not done well, but we have learned from, um, and just some things we can generalize in a sense so you can apply them whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you are working for somebody else, want to climb that ladder, um, or even just someone who wants to apply some basic principles to their life. We do try to generalize these enough um, to, be able to, do, to, to be able to do so in any of those uh, scenarios. So if you're a returning listener, you know the deal. Please leave us a review. Quick five star if you have time to leave a comment. We greatly appreciate it. You guys have been awesome about that lately. Um, but let's kind of dive in here. So mental health, obviously not a new topic. There has been a lot more conversation going on in recent years, um, but we're always on that journey. And it's something that, you know, if it's not in the spotlight, we kind of forget about it. So this was a good opportunity to kind of bring it back up, explain how we manage things in a certain way. And hopefully there are things you can apply, you know, in, in your situation. So Let's start with you because yours is probably a little more in depth. You've been using therapy as a tool and, you know, a whole bunch of different things. So why don't you give us the rundown of what's going on there? Yeah. First, I want to say too, like, like how you said it, if it's not in the spotlight, um, if, if you're not going through a hard time, it tends to not be something that you think about, if that makes sense. So until things are like really, really bad, then you're like, okay, I need to focus on my mental health. But oftentimes for most people, it's not like, okay, we need to be, you know, proactive and doing these things to keep our mental health high. That's just, just like not... like we talk about with everything else. It's not something you can do when you need it or once in a while or every right. other day. It's a daily practice. It has to be. And it's hard. It's hard work. Um, but... I guess just my story so far. So I initially, I never grew up with therapy. I never went to therapy. I didn't really know anybody who saw a therapist. Um, It was just not something that my family did. And I didn't really think that I needed it for the most of my life. Um, After our first miscarriage, or actually it was before the miscarriage last year, I think. Um, But I decided to see a therapist and... It was just virtual for a little bit at first, saw her in person for a little bit. And I think the biggest thing for me, um, more so realizing this this year. So I saw my first therapist last year. I sought out a new one this year um, who I started with a few weeks ago, and she's been amazing. I just really connect with her. Um, And it's just been more so of a, it's almost been a spiritual journey. Um, I feel like a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, maybe I had really just an awakening as far as like how we're brought up certain ways and how, you know, our parents and our guardians and people we look look up to as kids can have such an effect on how we act and our emotions and everything. And I am blessed with an amazing family. I have two amazing parents who literally have done everything for me um, and my siblings growing up. But like all parents, there's no perfect parent out there. So certain things that 
you know, they have done or the way that they acted, I sort of picked up as a kid. And the same thing goes for you listening, anybody out there. We all learn these things over our childhood and through our teenage years. And these um, aren't catastrophic flaws. These are just these are just little things that we're talking about that can just be the least efficient way to manage a situation. So right. this isn't like we were beaten as children. This is right. A but trauma, right. it's called childhood trauma and trauma is trauma. So I think that was a big learning experience for me too, is understanding that having childhood trauma did not mean <laughs> like actual physical trauma. Um, and I'm laughing because I'm nervous. That is obviously not something to laugh about, but I think that you know, like I said, there's no perfect parent out there. There's going to be things that both Josh and I do that impact Kai in some way. And I think it can be, it's almost like you get so obsessed about being this perfect parent to your kid, um, but it's just not, it's not going to happen. So the best thing that we can do is focus on, you know, breaking these generational things that sort of continue to get passed down and in evolve and become our own people and become people who can pass down better ways to cope or better ways to go about conflict or better ways to just manage our emotions. And that's been a really big focus for me. Um, Josh and I kind of discussed in a previous episode just, you know, how much we're working on our relationship right now. And I'm just not somebody who is good at conflict. I've never been somebody who's good at conflict. And it's been a really hard part of our relationship for me to sort of open up with and get better at until this. I feel like I had my awakening like a couple months ago and where we've been married for five years now. Yeah, And to kind of give context, I grew up, this is going to sound terrible, but I grew up in conflict and I look at that as a good thing. So when I say I grew up in conflict, I mean like we aired our shit out as soon as it happened. If, if I was in a fight with my brother, my parents, my aunts, uncles, cousins, like we all cared about each other so much that we could have massive blow ups and we would just sort through it by the end of it rather than bottling things up, which I think is worse. I know that's something that you've dealt with for a long time as you kind of bottle things up and you don't confront and you don't have conversations with those people about certain things that are bothering you. That was not something I grew up with. We would have absolute blowouts and we would be fine within half an hour. Yeah, so complete opposite sides of the spectrum here, which you can imagine did not result in good conflict with us at all. Um, but it's something that we're both aware of and we're both actively working on right now. So um, that's been a big thing for me. And just, you know, obviously going through all of the infertility stuff and just... I don't know. It's weird. Like, I feel like this year so much has happened that has made us really grow as humans. Um, and I feel like I'm just sort of becoming my own person as a result of it. And it's almost like you shed layers to becoming who you really are, if that makes sense. Were you going to say something? I was just going to say, would you say it's worth it for someone who isn't necessarily trying to work through something currently, but just wants to optimize their mental health or, you know, learn more about themselves so they can handle certain situations better. Do you need to be in a more quote unquote dire situation to see great benefits with therapy? No. And I wish I knew that before, like the perspective that I had with therapy prior to last year was that shit had to be really freaking bad for you to go see a therapist. Like only people who had issues, I'm using air quotes, saw a therapist and that's totally backwards. I think it's something that honestly most people, all people can benefit from regardless of your situation because we all have childhood trauma. We all have shit going on in our lives, whether it's big or small. Um, and we all have the opportunity to continue to grow and evolve and just become 
more aligned with our core values and who we are as a person. So I think that there's such benefit to it. And it's funny because every time I meet with her, like last week, I was like, oh, I don't really have anything to talk about. It was a good week. We got so deep and so much growth resulted in that session that I thought I wasn't going to benefit from. So um, I think that it's for everyone. I think that you have to have an open mindset and you have to find the right therapist. It obviously took me a couple tries to find someone I truly truly align with but it is funny because so much of like what she does for for me is what we do for our clients and it there's so many parallels to therapy and to coaching and it's just having that person in your corner holding you accountable giving you that objective viewpoint and sort of just bringing you back down to earth when your emotions do start to take over yeah and uh, I'm on the other end of the spectrum um I'm someone who's always like I just said, we have our blowouts and move forward with my family, but I'm also someone who would look for something constructive to put anger in. And growing up, um, I was kind of taught to utilize anger to perform better in sports. Um, just hit harder, throw faster, run, you know, run faster, whatever the deal is. Um, use anger towards those things. So I always used anger as energy, um, and that carried over into some not so great ways. So that has been, you know, my biggest uh point of focus for the past you know few years at this point is managing that anger and it's you know we're not talking about violence i mean i'm a a father of a toddler so nothing crazy at this point in my life but just something where little little things that shouldn't trigger my emotions always trigger them and you know i was used to going hot and cold i'd explode i'd feel fine i'd explode i'd feel better i'd explode i feel better but being around people who are not as tolerant of that my wife um that became a clear uh, point that needed to be addressed. So I did not take the route of therapy. I've kind of looked inward. Um, I feel like I'm converting to Buddhism. Like I, really I kind of I joked about it like initially. Like I'm I was super super interested in it once I read that first book, um, and I just keep going further and further down this road. And like I would I don't know what the process of becoming a Buddhist is, but like I'm all about it. I'm, well. It's, I was just going to say, it's really amazing because I think someone commented on one of my posts about, you know, infertility asking if, if you are supportive of me during this time, or if I feel like all of the pressure is on me. And my response was like, I would not have been able to get through this last year without your calming presence and without your wisdom and the work that you've done through meditation, through, you know, studying Buddhism, through just all of those aspects of finding your inner peace. Like, I don't know where we would be if you hadn't done that work already. Like, I feel like I'm just starting the work and you've been doing it for longer. Um, so you're almost, you've almost grounded me during this time too, in a way, because it's been obviously very hard on both of us, but you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who do have to go through things like infertility alone and do feel like it's totally their fault. But, you know, you it's really cool that you've been able to do the work that you've done with yourself. Like you haven't gone to a therapist and I'm not saying that, you know, you're you're um, on a pedestal because you've, you've done it yourself. But everybody goes through life differently. Everybody responds to things differently. And it's just really awesome to see you grow through that and the work that you've done truly pay off and truly change who you are when it comes to your anger and when it comes to that side of things. First of all, anyone who knows me prior to 2014 is literally laughing in their chair right now about you saying I have a calming presence. Well, it's true. Rolling, well, rolling that's just over. proof though, like how much you have changed. 
Yeah, it's it's a process of looking inward, and that's kind of what the the Buddhist way is all about. It's I don't even want to act like I'm a I'm not a Buddhist expert, but the stuff I've been reading and studying on, um, you know, you're looking inward. The whole point is to eliminate your suffering so that you can then eliminate eliminate the suffering of others. That's the process of becoming enlightened. And the reason I'm so drawn to it is it's it's not what you would expect from a religion. It's literally all about being a good person, you know, spreading love and compassion and kindness and getting the most out of life, living in the moment, um, you know, supreme focus on mindfulness so that we can be compassionate and, and help those around us. So taking this new approach to life has obviously helped me with my quote unquote suffering in regards to anger and, and things along those lines, those trigger emotions. Um, so just my path, you know, her path was external, was seeking help outwards. My path was inwards, looking at myself, constant self-reflection, asking questions. Why am I doing this? Why am I feeling this way? Taking those mental reps we keep talking about, running through these, these um, scenarios in your head, that's the concept of self-reflection. So two total opposite ends of the spectrum, inward and outward, same result. We're both focusing on mental health, we're both getting better, we're both striving to continue this journey and, you know, get the most out of life and be there for our son the best of the way that we can, for our friends, for our family, um, for our clients. So there's no right or wrong way to do this. Two total opposite end things, both accomplishing the same result. Um, so, you know, if you guys are in a similar position, whether you want to take up a more religious study, whether you want to take a more spiritual path, um, just focus on the mindfulness, focusing on meditation, or you need that external help. There's no, there's no shame in any of it. And there's nothing to be made fun of. Like I, a year ago, I probably wouldn't say out loud that I'm like very interested in being a Buddhist, like just out of, not that I'm worried about what other people think, but getting laughed at, like, what the fuck do you mean you're going to be a Buddhist? Like you and used to fight every other day. And get prior to last year, I sort of just kind of, not not that I rolled my eyes at therapy, I saw the value in it. I just didn't think it was going to be beneficial for me. So it's just proof that you have to experiment and figure out what is going to work best for you and understand that you can't just do it when shit is crappy. You have to commit to it. It's a daily process, just like anything else. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Yeah. The point of this episode is to trigger a potential whether it's a reminder, whether it's a flag, hey, pay attention to this. You know, don't wait until things are hard. Don't wait until things are bad to start working on yourself, to start focusing on your mental health and, and getting better. Um, if things are bad, you know, don't put any type of negative connotation on struggling with mental health, on therapy, on, you know, looking inwards, on reaching out to help for help from others, um, whatever you need. You know, this is a situation where you can reach out to us on social media. We're more than happy to discuss this stuff with you and point you in the right direction. Um, obviously, not healthcare professionals of any any kind. But just sharing our experience, and if you have questions, we are happy to be that person. Absolutely. So take care of yourselves. This is not something to kind of just think about and move forward with. This is a super heavy topic that we've kind of taken in a, in a light sense, but and let us know if you want us to go deeper. This was sort of a quick hitter episode, so. Drop us a DM or something if you do want us to continue to chat about this topic. But for now, we're going to wrap it up here. Where can they find you? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes. Mm -hmm.